My name is Jen. And I am Jen. Hello, everybody. We're happy to be back. We're, <laughs> we're hoping we'll get new followers and listeners. <laughs> so welcome to episode two. Yes. And today's topic is going to be vulnerability, right? Yes. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Correct. Okay. So do you want to start us off with our... A card? Our card reading, yes. Well, I want to do something a little different. Okay. This is a new deck for me. I did put it into some sea salt. This deck is Queen of Moon Oracle by Stacey DeMarco. DeMarco? DeMarco, okay. These are numbered cards, and there's a number 1 through 44. And what I want Jen to do for me is I want her to pick a number between 1 and 44, and that will be the card I will pull out. And I have a little book that I will also look at, and I will give what I'm feeling about it. Okay. So I'm going to pick... 29. 29. Let's see. Ooh. This is a full moon wolf card. It is hunger. <laughs> and I think I might. It's the wolf moon. I think I better put my specs back on because I'm having a hard time reading this. Wow. That's pretty. These cards are very pretty. They are really pretty. Let's see what the book says and then I'll tell you what I think. The wolf moon, hunger, feed the good and hope within you. There will always be a learned part of the cycle. Prosperity will come. Do not let your hunger blindly dictate your actions entirely. So what are you hungry for, Jen? Well, food, for one. But that's not, I'm sure that's not what that's talking about. Well, lunch is after this, Jen. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm always in a constant state of hunger, really. I'm always looking for new things. So, you know? Yeah. To me, well, I get vibe because I know what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think this is representing the hunger of knowledge for learning languages and for traveling. Okay. You yeah. want to get out and go abroad mm-hmm. and want to be able to communicate where you go and visit. I, I'm just mesmerized. <laughs> That's a beautiful moon. That's just really pretty. And I, I am, I'm a moon person. So these cards really sang to me when I was looking at all the cards. So I'm glad. What, what do you think that says for you? I'm going to pull you in. and. Well, the moon always symbolizes the feminine. So when I look at this, I think that it, you know, it, it ties into, you know, the feminine and me mm-hmm. as well. And then the whole wolf being alone and then it howling with the moon in the background, that that kind of reminds me of, you know, wolves, they tend to be pack animals. Mm-hmm. And the wolf is kind of looking for others or like-minded people, too. So, so you could even say that there's a hunger for that as well. So there's soul tribe mm-hmm. to be able to connect. And that's what we're here for. 
right. is to connect with others, right. share a bit of ourselves, mm-hmm. and hopefully have listeners share themselves with us and ask us questions and share knowledge and wisdom with us as well. So I think this is pretty good for yeah. our second episode mm-hmm. because in order to hunger for something, you're also putting yourself out there. You're making yourself vulnerable. Right. You're being rare. Mm-hmm. So this really is tying in with today's session. Right. So we will put a picture of the card They're beautiful. in the show notes so that everyone can see it. And if you have any insights that you would like to share, we would love to hear them. Yes, please, please, please. Okay. Oh, aren't we going on to happiness? We are. So you can ha- start. What makes us ha- What made us happy this week? Well, two things made me happy this week. What was that? The first thing is a new show came out that I'm really interested in, and it's called Hotel de Luna. Uh-huh. It's a Korean show. Uh-huh. Um, and it has IU in it. Oh! <gasps> Ooh. And um, we love IU, by the way. <laughs> she acts with a guy named Yo Jin Gu. Mm-hmm. So the two of them are like the main characters in oh, it. Oh wow! And I'm really excited. I was really excited about it. One because it's IU, and I love. Oh, yeah. I love pretty much anything she does. She's actually a singer songwriter, but she she does acting on the side. Right. Um, and the the second reason why I liked it was um, just the the concept of the show was really cool. I like uh, gothic things, Mm -hmm. and the show is about, you know, uh, a hotel that caters to ghosts. And so I I just thought the whole thing was really cool. Yes. No, go ahead. Oh, my God. So you started watching this without me? It's just started. (laughs) It's only, like, two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And where can I find this It's on Viki. On Viki. Uh On the Viki app. Okay, yep. so... So just, it's currently it's running right now. subscription, so I probably can't watch it until later. Well, you can watch it. They'll just put the ads. <laughs> or you can just watch it with me sometime. Well, yeah. We'll see. But, we, you know, we still have to finish watching W, but that's... I know! That's the whole <laughs> side thing right now. Which I think you're going to finish today. I think so. Yeah, I think you only have, like, what, like five episodes left I think or so. Something? Yeah. So. But the main reason why I was really excited, especially this week, is mm-hmm. the new episode um, has Lee Jung in it. He makes a cameo, and they haven't acted together in three years. Oh, wow. Um, so, and I mean, Ayu and, and, and him. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked him to, sh- to be on the show, um, so they gave him a little part. Oh, cool. So, but yeah. And That's I probably, exciting. <laughs> I probably should, you know, because we're on the podcast, tell everybody that they were in a show together three years ago, 2016. Um, Scarlet Heart Rio was right. the show that they were in it's together. Beautiful. And that was the first time I think IU actually acted? No, 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 no. She had been in a couple of things oh, before. But that. she was wonderful to that. She's got these big, beautiful doe eyes when she stares at somebody. It's just, she's a beautiful person. Very talented, musically-wise. I love her music. And then the uh, other thing that made me happy, besides this TV show, uh-huh. um, was I got a new book. <laughs> you got a new book? It, yes. Um, it's a poetry book. Oh. Um, and it's called Everything is Your Fault. And the book is in Korean. And I'm sure everyone knows by now, because you've mentioned it, I've probably mentioned it before on the first podcast, that I'm learning Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm using this kind of to help with translation. And I really like poetry. So right. um, I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about the book now, because mm-hmm. I'm going to save it for the creative part. Okay. But... The book is a collaboration between Lee Jong Suk and um, a really famous poet, probably the most famous poet in Korea, and his name is um, Na Tae Joon. 
Nateju, sorry. And uh, it's basically a collection of, like, Yijong uh, Suk's favorite poems. Because oh, wow. he's had to uh, work with a lot of his poems and a lot of his shows. And so he collected, like, it's a collection of poems. And it comes with a DVD. And he reads some of the poems and he acts some of the poems out in the DVD. Oh, that's so lovely. I'm actually going to work my way through the book um, and trans- try translating the, the Korean. So, But that's, those are the two things that made me very happy this week. Wow. That's awesome. No, I'm like so excited. Because <laughs> <laughs> now this is another book I want to get. <laughs> what about you, though? Oh, what about me? Happiness. Well... Um, what I'm happy about is that, hey, we're back doing a second (laughs) podcast because I've had a really crappy week, (laughs) but, um, I wasn't feeling good Friday. I found out last Saturday that my middle sister had a heart attack and was in the hospital. And I guess the reason why I am happy is that I actually get to talk to her. She's still alive and... Mm. She's doing well. She's stubborn. (laughs) So that's probably what's keeping her alive. But I was happy that I was able to share with her um, what I actually thought of her. And no matter what's thrown at her, she just keeps going. And I was happy to hear that she's doing everything she can to make herself better and survive this. Because they won't do surgery on her until her sugar levels are Mm -hmm. normal. So I'm happy that she's still with me. I'm happy that she's going to give it her all. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be here sitting across my soul sister that I can <laughs> do another podcast and bring a little knowledge to others and be enlightened by others and just be in presence of positive energy. Because it's been a little rough week. Yeah. So, so it's even more happy. This is what's helping pull me along. One, my target was coming down here to see you to do this podcast. And then, two, next Tuesday, I find out when I actually am going to have my surgery. Yay. So, then I'll start preparing <laughs> for that. And then, hopefully, the time we go to Korea and Japan, I'll be, like, a lot smaller. <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to that. So, that makes me happy. So, you know, you take the good with the bad. And you just have to know how to balance and center yourself when you need to so you can keep that smile, keep that positive movement, I can't even talk, (laughs) movement going and flowing so you don't stay stagnant and let it dwell Mm -hmm. and be stuck in that and beat yourself up and everything because it's not good and it's not healthy so yay I'm here (laughs) and it's good to you know when you're having a tough time to see the positivity in in anywhere you can find it in the small moments and stuff so other than that okay do you want to get started on the topic of today's episode okay so I have to learn how to say the vulnerability again (laughs) (laughs) so um 
today's topic, yes, is vulnerability. And I'm not talking about it in a negative sense. I'm not talking about like you're putting yourself out there to be beat up and tore down because that's what the definition is in most dictionaries. Yes, I'm, I'm, was I actually going to read the definition unless you want to read it? No, go, be, okay. go right ahead, Jet. Okay, so before we get started, the de- definition of vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Take it away. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) So to me, it's uh, talking about putting yourself out there when you thought you would never put yourself out there, where you are a little timid or naive or scared because when you have put yourself out there years before or months before you were beaten down, um, you were pushed aside, you were ignored, something tragic could have happened, something just hurtful could have happened and made you feel like you're giving up. Mm-hmm. And so you shut yourself back in and you don't want to come out of that shell. And then when you start moving through the process of, you know, healing and you realize that if you want to get to know someone, if you feel slight connection with them or you want to get into something that you enjoy doing, like maybe us for one we love to sing so when you have anxiety and you Mm -hmm. want to sing on stage that's sometimes a scary thing and you have to overcome that and being vulnerable being up there being raw and bare in front of people you're like opening up who you are and saying this is me Mm -hmm. and you don't know what the outcome is going to be until after you're done singing you don't you know then you either are floored because you get a standing ovation or you're floored because people are applauding or you just get this overwhelming sensation of oh my god i did it you know and it's because you've taken what was a comfort zone opened it up and stepped outside of it and said, here, this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm being brave. I'm trying to be strong here. I'm trying to let you see a part of me that I don't share with someone else. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it may not be right what other people might see you doing, but the right people that see what you are doing are going to want to connect with you. They're going to want to be with you. They're going to want to hang out and explore the person who you are. Mm-hmm. And to me, I look at every human as like a melody. You play a melody within you that mm-hmm. resonates out and those people that like the melody mm-hmm. want to sit and get to listen and get to know the lyrics and the lyrics is the person themselves that's a really nice way of looking at that so yeah. that's how i look at it yeah. so what do you think i agree with you i i think that's exactly what vulnerability is and i think i think we lack that in daily life i think Um, people are afraid to expose themselves for a variety of reasons. But I also think that we need to learn to be more vulnerable, Um, especially with the people that are close to us, because I think that's where a lot of the problem is Mm -hmm. in society, is that people are afraid to even be vulnerable with the people that are in their immediate circle, you know, because they're just, it's almost like we're taught not to be like that, to hide our emotions, to 
pretend to be something. Right. And I think it brings people closer. Mm-hmm. When you show who you really are, mm-hmm. when you express your actual emotions. And I know it's easier said than done, you know? Yeah, of course. It's something that you constantly have to work on, but I think it's something that is necessary. So I do have a question. Yeah. When has there been a time where you have had to put yourself out there in a vulnerable state that resonates with you and is something that you look back on that it made you feel good? That's kind of hard for me because I'm constantly feeling that way all the time. I, I'm a naturally an introvert and I like my privacy and mm-hmm. I like to keep my emotions to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm one of those people who I can't, I'm constantly doing things. I'm constantly having to be on the move all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm always kind of at war with myself usually because it's like if I stay and keep to myself all the time, the other part of me is like, well, you're just going to be at home all the time and you're not going to know anybody and you're not going to do anything or go anywhere. And so I'm constantly, anytime I'm putting myself out there on a daily basis, whether mm-hmm. it is just going out to a party and meeting new people or whether it's working on a project and sharing it with other people, even this podcast would be an example of that. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge for me even to do this because Anytime I'm expressing myself to the public in any way, shape, or form, even leaving the house, Mm -hmm. there's a level of anxiety for me because I just, I have natural social anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so there's not necessarily one specific moment that I can pinpoint, but there are times, especially when I perform, I guess, would be Mm -hmm. like more like a very specific situation um, where, you know, I get really scared. Sometimes it works out great, and things are amazing, and everyone loves it, and then there's sometimes where I just freak out and everything goes horrible, you know. But but on a daily basis, you know, I'm always trying to put myself out there. And uh, I think sometimes you just don't always give yourself the credit that you deserve. Just to yourself. People credit you. Yeah. But I think you just don't, and that's where you struggle. You, I know you're very... Um, I like doing things right. Right. And that's a problem, too, is I don't like... I mean, even with the language learning stuff. Like, right. I'm, I'm afraid to make a mistake. You have to be vulnerable with yourself and, and your life, but you also have to be vulnerable. You will not, uh, no. you will not progress in your relationships or have real, true relationships unless you can learn to be vulnerable. And, right. and I don't mean, you know, you have to expose every little thing. No. But you have to be willing to be open. Right. And it is good to be open with people that you care about and that care about you. Do you have any suggestions to make yourself more vulnerable or for the people listening, like things that, that we could try to... The one person that you're getting close enough to, whether it be your spouse, your boyfriend, um, if you're really close to a parent, try at least once every few weeks, like tell them something they don't know about you or something that you went through that they don't know. And so you have to take yourself out of the shell and it, and it can be a slow process. You can just say, Hey, look, um, I want to talk to you. Our friendship means a lot. You were talking about this, blah, blah, blah. And, and I need to tell you something. And you just say it, you know, it can be hard to mm-hmm. get it across your lips. But saying it 
getting it off your chest, even just with that one person and then having a response from that person. You do baby steps. And the more that you put yourself out there, the little bit each time, you're building a foundation for yourself. And as you build that foundation, you're able to put yourself out a little bit more and share a little bit more. And that one person may turn into two people. And then maybe the three of you can go out to lunch and talk. And then maybe they have someone who has been through the same thing or loves to do the same thing. And then you're, you're making connections and you're able to share that and then the relief you get is that you finally found where you can fit in and where you don't feel so alone Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the hardest thing is to because when you need to be vulnerable you feel alone right and to put yourself out there you know you're you're putting these little antennas out Trying to find the right people. And when you do find those people, those are the people you want to stay with. Right. You got to, you know, if you have to get mentally prepared for it. Another thing, meditate. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Think about what you want to say. Um, Listen to beautiful spa type music, whatever it is that you need to relax. You know you're going to talk to someone. Pep yourself up. And that way, when you do finally get it across your lips and say it, it you get more of a relief mm-hmm. than, you know, I can't believe I just said that. But you actually yeah. got it out, and that person is conveying back to you how they feel for you in hopefully a positive, natural way where they're supporting you and being there for you. And I also think, as far as me goes with something to work on daily is when you feel something, you need to express it somehow, way, shape, or form. You should never hold the emotion in. It doesn't even matter if it's a negative emotion or a positive emotion. If, for example, in the moment you really realize that you're happy and you're in love, you should just say that. You should just say that. Yep. It doesn't matter who's there. And, it, and, and if it's a negative emotion, if it's a destructive emotion, and you are afraid of expressing it to somebody, then you need to go somewhere and express it some way, whether it's hitting something. They even have rooms you can go to now and break something. you got to get it out somehow. Oh, it, yeah, you can't hold that stuff in. It's not good. Right. It's like quicksand. It, keep, it pulls you down. It pulls you in. So, like, even if you have to, if, if, if you stub your toe, <laughs> you, you scream out, ouch, or damn it, or, you know, and, hey. You know, you're happy. You want to shout it from the rooftop. I'm in love. Do it. It, You know. The the right people, as long as you're you're expressing it in a non-negative, constructive way. Because even if it's a negative emotion, you can still express it in a constructive way to another person. As long as it's constructive and you're expressing yourself and you're honest, the people that are true and that are really there for you are not going to go away. They're not exactly. going to leave. And if they, and if somebody does, then you need to reevaluate either how you maybe, maybe you were you're not constructing it the right way or that person clearly doesn't understand you. They're not right. there to be with you right? because of you as a person. They're there for their own benefit. Right. Um, there's an article that I was reading and it's called, um, what's on, it's nice that, 
it's nice that.com mm-hmm. and it's called how embracing vulnerability can power innovation creativity and change and it's by kate hollowood and it kind of inspired me to talk a little bit about it mm-hmm. um so kind of going back to what we were talking about with you know it, when you have an emotion you need to express it and this right. is this is a good way to express it so even if you're, you don't think you're talented whether you're mm-hmm. talented or not it's a whole nother topic but um, it doesn't matter because anybody anywhere can express themselves by themselves or with other people using some sort of an art form. Exactly. So the first quote is, most of us spend our lives trying to avoid being this exposed. Thanks to a pervasive belief that vulnerability equals weakness. According to research professor and author Brene Brown, fear of shame inhibits creativity keeping us hiding in case we are not worthy or good enough. So what do you think of that? That's true. Yes. Wow, that kind of hits home. That resonates. Yeah. And I think that's why it's good to express yourself through arts. And I think that's why a lot of people do. I mean, if you look at a lot of the the famous people, Mm -hmm. um, they write or create a lot of their really good, important stuff mm-hmm. when they're deeply vulnerable or deeply exactly. emotional. And sometimes you're at, like, the worst time of your life. Mm-hmm. The worst time. I, Tori Amos. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she still writes songs. Right. But her really good stuff is from back in the 90s. Yes. When she wasn't married and she was going through a lot of really difficult things. And, yeah, it was depressing. Yes, but the it was it, awesome. yeah. It was you connected with it, and it right. yeah. And I think the more vulnerable you are, the more you connect with people because everybody else is also vulnerable, but they're scared and they're right. afraid to express themselves. So when they see whatever you've created or they hear whatever you've created, it's like you're them, right? You're you're speaking through them, right? So it's just like you know, smiling. You smile to someone; they'll smile. When you're vulnerable and putting yourself out there, it's allowing other people to feel okay for them to do that. And it starts a domino effect, which is a positive thing. You want people to put themselves out there. So I I like those quotes. So another quote is, vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. And that's also uh, from the same person. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that this is showing vulnerability as a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it's the only way I think that creativity happens, really. Yes. It I comes think. from a place of vulnerability. Right. It, whether it's sadness or joy, um, loss of someone, that raw emotion that's stirring inside, whether it be positive or negative, can come out in a form of art. One day I would like you and I both to go to this one of these places that do painting. Uh-huh. You could drink the wine because I don't drink. I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> and we can paint. <laughs> I'm working on trying to create more. I used to create a lot more than I, than I do currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do write a lot of poetry, but it's poetry that I keep to myself. And I don't usually share it with people. Um, but I love to listen. So I'm one of those people who I like to listen to other people's music and other people's, you know, hear other people's poetry. And, right. Um, 
even art, you know, I like any kind of art form other people express. I, I don't know. I, I find that as a way for me to connect as well. So, but I think music, I mean, for me, music, it does, you don't even have to say anything sometimes right? with the music. It speaks. It's a universal language. Yeah. So it just, makes no just difference. Just the mood of right. the music. It can, yeah. It makes no difference what language you speak. Any song that you hear can move you. Mm-hmm. If you have a hard time expressing yourself with others, then start with creating. Exactly. Create things. Doesn't matter if anyone sees it. Right. But make something, create something. Journal. Paint, journal. And if you're having a problem even doing that, then ask yourself, why? Why do you feel this way? There's negative thoughts there. There's shame probably there. And try to work through that and see if you can figure out why do you feel shame? Why do you feel negative? Or why do you feel scared? Right. Okay. Alrighty. So what did you prepare for your creativeness? Well, I meditate and... You know, sometimes you, like, I'm, I'm on Instagram, and sometimes you, um, you follow other people, and they have their little mantras, mm-hmm. or they have their little things that they do for their meditation, and I really enjoy other people's stuff. It, sometimes it helps resonate with something that I can't find within myself, but um, this is one of the mantras that... I used to say every morning and every night, if you want to use it, that's fine, but you need to be a Virgo. (laughs) (laughs) But as I say it, I'm, I'm breathing in. When I breathe in, I'm thinking to myself, and then I say, I am Earth, for I am a Virgo, and I'm rooted in the soil of life. Then I breathe out and breathe back in. And then as I'm either letting it go or just thinking or saying it, I am when, for I breathe life into everything I do. I am fire for soul, for my soul is compassionate and loving. I am water like the river that flows within me and through me. I am centered. I am balanced. I am me and always will be. And I say that to myself because I don't want to walk with the flock. I want to be myself. I want to walk my own path. I want people that have their own path to be able to walk next to me to be a part of my soul tribe. So what did you have for creative? Well, everybody knows because I mentioned it already, but I'm actually going to read the first poem in the book and again I'll just I'll say what the book is so everybody knows so the book is called everything is your fault um and it's in Korean and I will I'll write the actual Korean name of it in the in the show notes too okay so that everybody can find it right now I'm currently working on the translation of it uh Korean's a language that you can't just like copy and paste it in and get a translation because it, it it doesn't work it's a very complicated language as far as grammar when it comes to English. Mm-hmm. Everything is said kind of the reverse, and they have a lot of things in English, uh, have a lot of things in Korean that are not in English, and word combinations don't mean the same thing when they're literally translated. So this is not something where I can just 
This is the translation of it. Google Translate will not work. It will not work. <laughs> so this is something I actually have to do. I have to literally go in and, and use my Korean knowledge and write, figure out what it says, and then actually get help from some friends of mine um, for the stuff I don't know and then make some sense out of it. So I am still currently working on it, mm-hmm. but I have gone through the entire poem. So this is, again, I don't know if this is right or not. And again, it's poetry, so technically it could be your interpretation of it as well. Um, so I'll read it in Korean first, and then it'll be what I've come up with as a translation. Okay. okay. And it is kind of me being vulnerable, too, because... Exactly. For one, I'm reading Korean on the podcast in front of people, which, you know, is not my native language. No, it's and, not. And I have to read a different, uh, alphabet, um, different pronunciation of things. And then I'm also translating it on my own, again, being vulnerable, so... Yes. Okay. 사랑은 언제나 서툴다. 서툴지 않은 사랑은 이미 사랑이 아니다. 언제 보고 어느 보아도 서툴고 새로운 너의 일골 니 솔지 않은 사랑은 이미 사랑이 아니다. 금방 듣고도 털어도 니 솔고 새로운 너의 목소리 어디서 이 사람은 보았던가 이 목소리 털었던가 쏟은 간만이 사랑이다 오늘도 나는 내 입에서 다시 한번 죽는다 Always unsure or awkward at love. A love that is not awkward already is not love. Yesterday see and today see more. Your face is unfamiliar and new. A love that is not unfamiliar is already not love. Soon I hear your voice again and again. Your new and unfamiliar voice. Where did I see them? This voice I heard. Love is nothing but in haste. Today you are my leaf that dies once again. And again, I don't know if it's right, but that's, that's what I've sad. gotten out of it so far. And, you know, I'm still working on, you know, whether the order of the, you know, the words, wording and everything is right. Mm-hmm. But I think you kind of get a general sense of the feeling of the poem. Mm-hmm. what it was trying to, you know, portray. That's so. kind of sad. Yeah. It's like, it's like, almost like, I thought I knew you, but I no longer recognize you type deal. Yeah. But yet the voice sounds familiar, but yet it doesn't feel the same type yeah. thing. Yeah, you could look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're not even sure if it's love. Right. Maybe you... It could be lust. It could be you don't maybe you don't know how the other person feels. Maybe right. you don't really know how you feel about the other person. I mean, you could that's that's the good thing about poetry is right. that you can kind of take it the way that you want to take it, and it can fit into different situations. For right. You. So, yeah. If you know Korean and you want to, you know, share your opinion or 
you know. Or help. Yeah. <laughs> or help me <laughs> in any way. I, that would be great. greatly appreciated. Yes. It would be greatly appreciated by both of us because <laughs> she's more advanced than I am. I, I, I know Oma and I can spell it. <laughs> but And I could type it out on a Korean keyboard, but it's Korean is definitely a challenge. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us any of your creativeness, yes, you know, your vulnerable creativeness, we would love to, to see that. And maybe we'll even share some on the podcast yeah, if, you, if, if you want us to do that. Yeah, if you want us to share something, great. We'd love to. Um, write us a letter, send us an email. And how can they get a hold of us? Eclectic Soul Podcasts at gmail.com. We also have eclecticsoul.org. That will also have our Gmail account, email account tied to it. Um, we each have our own individual Instagram accounts that you'll find that information there. And then we will have a YouTube account as well. And that should also, if it's approved, be Eclectic Soul. Thank you for joining us, and I'll, I'll get better at this, I promise. <laughs> yes, thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Annyeonghaseyo.